Hello and welcome everybody to Embodying Your Higher Self Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Champaka and I have a very special guest. Her name is Kristen Gridley and she will be coming on in a moment. So I'm just going to play some music, background music, and enjoy the music while we're uh, getting set up. It's great to have you um, on the call today, Kristen. Hello, how are you? It's great to be here. Hi. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Can you hear me clearly? I can. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. And I'm just going to go ahead and introduce you um, and tell the audience a little bit about who you are and why you're here today. Um, so... Kristen, um, she's um, a recent graduate from my six-month shamanic group mentoring program, um, an amazing woman. Um, Kristen Gridley is a spiritual energy healer based in Phuket, Thailand. She's also a Reiki master and a life coach who brings shamanic practices and crystals to her unique style of healing and coaching. She practices yoga several times a week to stay healthy and to keep grounded and centered. Of course, she's a mom of incredibly spirited six-year-old twin boys who keep her busy and humbled. Kristen grew up in the U.S. but has lived in Southeast Asia for the last eight years and feels a deep connection to this part of the world. She's happy to call Thailand home. And her mission is to normalize the idea of energy healing and the existence of the spirit world. Wow. Amazing mission. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so needed because a lot of people, you know, have some, some, you know, judgments or interesting points of views about, about this kind of work. And, um, I'd love to hear more about your thoughts, you know, you know, as we know, energy healing is a practice that can be, you know, it can be something that we do remotely or in person with wonderful results. Um, many healers have gone almost completely remote during the last couple of years for obvious reasons. Um, however, you actually, Kristen, are, are, um, quite unusual because you see most of your clients in person. So tell me, why do you think, you know, why do you think this is important for you or why do you, why do you choose to work in this way? Well, um, first touching on, on uh, my mission of, of normalizing the conversation. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like having a face-to-face -face conversation with people has always been something um, that I'm I'm really good at. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I can. I just I have a way of connecting with people when I talk to them in person, and I think there's something to be said for in-person conversations and in-person healings. And um, normalizing the conversation of the spirit world, I tend to also, during my healings, I get a lot of messages, or, and, and my clients get messages as well from spirit. And um, that can be a little scary for some people if they've never experienced that before. Yes. And so to have somebody there actually comforting and, and, and looking at them in the eye and saying, it's okay, it's, it's normal, because <laughs> it can freak some people out sometimes um is is of great benefit um i also just enjoy working with people 
one-on-one in person. And I think, as we know, energy and and the healing power of the universe transcends space and time, right? We can we yes. can send it anywhere to to anyone at any time because it's not our physical beings that are actually channeling or sending energy, right? It's mm-hmm. the universe, which is infinitely smarter than any one of us. <laughs> but in this day and age, especially with social distancing and people really being scared a lot of times to live life and kind of go back to what normal is, I think there's something so healing about the human touch. And when I'm doing my healing, um, I actually touch my clients. Beautiful. Um, I let them know if they're not comfortable with it that I won't. I don't. I don't necessarily need to, but I've, n- I've never had anybody say no. Um, I also advertise that I that I do touch my clients. Um, and I, I suppose if somebody wasn't comfortable with that, then they wouldn't contact me, and that's okay. Um, I hope they find the healing, uh, the healer that's right for them. But I, I just, I like, I like the in person experience i think there's something um it's something that's missing in a lot Mm. of these kind of modern times with the social distancing that's been imposed on so many areas Mm. beautiful beautiful answer Kristen, and i i really that resonates with me as well and you know these past two plus years of of working online I too am craving in-person contact and I'm beginning to, to offer ceremonial um, group sessions and uh, in-person workshops. And I'm now exploring um, opening up my retreats again because I do think that we need, we really crave as human beings that connection, that human connection yeah. in person is, in, an, in and of itself can be so healing um, not to say that online work is, isn't important because of course the majority of my work is online and I am helping a lot of people that way, but there is, um, a difference in the quality of the work or the experience of the work, um, both for the practitioner and the, and the client when we do work in person. So thank you for sharing that. I think that's really important for people to hear this time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I'm wondering about, you know, your journey. Um, you know, I, I've known you for a while, and and so I, you know, I remember when you came to one of my healing retreats, and I had a sense, uh, honestly, that you would be become a healer. But you know, one of the things I've realized is is not to tell people something before they're ready to hear it. And I knew that it was something that you needed to discover along the way, even though I had that sense that you would become a healer. (laughs) I remember you telling me that. (laughs) And I remember being like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's just interesting, your evolution. And I, I, it begs the next question I wanted to ask you, has becoming a healer been a healing experience for you? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Mm. Without question. Um, I mean, when I came to you, what we, we realized over five years ago now, (laughs) I was coming, you know, I was coming, um, for myself and for my own healing and my, and my own exploration and understanding of energy healing in the spirit world. I was just sort of, um, dipping my toe in the water. So the thought of like being a healer and being able to, sort of understand this energy, which by the way, we'll never fully understand, but <laughs> we couldn't possibly, but to, to have a respect for it and to be able to pass it on to other people was so, just seemed like an untouchable for me at that time. Mm. Cause I knew I, I was doing it just for me. And coming from a world, I came from a very corporate world, very fast-paced, um, very, I mean, I loved i loved what I used to do in my career, but it was very surface. We didn't talk a lot about anything existential or out there. So um, 
it was it was a personal thing for me and um, something I always held on to and and we've kept in touch over the last five years and I've met some other healers and I also think being in in Thailand where 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 I live now um, the energy there is just so great and there's so many healers on the island I'm on and being around those people and being around their energy really propelled me forward into learning how different healers work, um, how they sort of see the world. And it just opened up another perspective for me. And when I finally went back to see uh, a Reiki healer in Phuket for some physical ailments I was dealing with, he sort of had the same conversation that you and I had had <laughs> about, I guess, three years prior to that, because it's been a couple of years now for me. But and it just all of a sudden, it just the time was right, you know. Like it was also no pressure. Like when when you and I worked together, it was it, it was never any pressure because it does need to feel right, and and the universe kind of lets you know when you're ready, and it just. I mean, I think before I even said it out loud, it was just like a big, yes, I am ready to be a healer now. It's time to share everything I've learned and everything I've kind of kept for myself for all this time. It's, it's, it was time to open myself up a bit more. Uh. And I think in doing that, it, it, it makes us more vulnerable as well and teaches us a lot about ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it really does. It's um, it's quite a journey, isn't it? It really um, <laughs> it is. it, it's such a journey. I mean, do you feel like that was the catalyst catalyst for you to start your journey uh, as a healer? What that conversation with with that Reiki master? Or was there any other powerful experience that you had that might have been the catalyst for you? That was probably, that was the catalyst that I was, I mean, I was having some serious, serious health issues, mm -hmm. physical health issues. And I just, Western medicine had only taken me could, so far. I knew, I knew like something just knew innately inside of me that Western medicine wasn't going to get me through it. Um, so kind of had gone back to the things that I had started learning with you mm -hmm. and had always been interested in um, the years that followed and it helped so much in not only physically but mm -hmm. emotionally and, and mentally and spiritually because when you're so sick for so long it starts to take a toll yes on mentally emotionally um as you know as well as physically because your body's trying to, to heal, right? Heal mm -hmm. itself. And until you're mentally and emotionally there, if you can't be completely balanced in that way, your body's not going to heal either. And I think getting that balance back was the catalyst to me deciding mm -hmm. that it needed to be shared. Um, although uh, over the, 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 the previous three years before that, since I met you, I was studying and learning anything I possibly could about it, like reading what I, you know, whatever I could and meet people and question and seeing different healers whenever I met them and, and, and trying new things and experiencing new things. Um, but it's a lot, right? Everybody's, everybody practices in a, in a little bit different way. Um, everybody has their own way of of healing when they when they are healers so it was just interesting to me to get all of those different perspectives and and it ended up being learning experience for me when starting my own practice like I don't have to follow a, a textbook right there's no there there are no rules <laughs> really and um I think the timing was just right and and but yeah me being sick and seeking healing yes. for myself and with that particular person at that time um, the universe gives you and puts in your path what you what it knows you need when you need it right 
Yeah, well said. And and I also um of the belief that, you know, when we are when that's part of our destiny to be a healer or a medicine woman or a shaman, whatever you want to call it, if we keep ignoring the the messages from the universe, then we actually do get sick. Um, this is mm-hmm. it's like our like our higher self or soul is saying you need to be doing this work. And if you're not going to listen to us, then we're going to. Uh, initiate you with a very uh, intense experience to wake you up so that you realize you need to get on to your 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 purpose this is this is my belief anyway and so there's a lot of people I that ignore absolutely right <laughs> they ignore the calling and then they get they get sick and um, one of my teachers told me that you know he had a client come to him and he he told her you're you're supposed to be doing shamanic work. You're supposed to be a healer, and she ignored him. And then two years later, she came back and she had cancer. And and she's like, I'm really sick. And he's like, I told you that you know you needed to <laughs> listen to me. And she's like, Okay, okay, I'll I, I'll do what I have to do now. I don't want to be <laughs> sick anymore. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's very interesting yeah. how how the universe uh, works and and and. You know, if we keep ignoring the messages, what it kind of they get they get louder and louder and louder. You know, they they really do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that is. A, yeah, that's a very succinct way to put that. Yeah. yeah the, the universe will hit you over the head if you don't listen. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, you know, this path of being a healer, I mean, it has its gifts and challenges. Obviously we've talked a little bit about the challenges, mm-hmm. um, but what, what have been some of the gifts for you of, of being a healer, being on this path? Uh, I mean, well, first and foremost, when I, when I see a client, just uh, something we've, we've done in a session or something we've talked about in a session, when it just resonates with them and they are all of a sudden connected again and it's like a light switches back on. Mm. It's just so validating in the power of, of, of healing. Um, I mean, we know it works, right? We've seen it work. It's worked on us. It's worked on our clients. But when you see that light sort of go on for the first time in a client, it's just, you're like, yes, I'm, the message is to one more person mm. in the world. Yes. And I, and I feel like the world just gets a little bit brighter every time. Yes. So that's a huge gift. That's mm-hmm. a huge, that's a huge gift for me. Um, as far as me on a personal level, the forgiveness I feel in my heart is so much more mm-hmm. so much more uh, absolute mm-hmm. than it ever was before if, if i if i i mean we all have things right in our past that we hold on to for whatever reason and just being able to let go and release judgment and release pain from our from my past um to live with acceptance to live with joy and gratitude and Mm. the ability to just be able to express love and put love out in every situation i'm in um it gets to a point where you don't even have to necessarily try anymore you know and i'll sit, sit back sometimes and like wow you know five years ago that would have set me off and like now I'm just like I wish that person well I, I they're they're obviously going through something you know yes um, and I just I hope that they find resolve in whatever challenges they're facing right now and I truly believe that and and, mm. and to be able to do that and think that way and feel that way without even intending to anymore, I just do, has been 
one of the greatest gifts um, because, I mean, what are we if we're not at peace, right? We're stressed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and to not be stressed like that all the time and realizing how stressed I was before. And I mean, certainly I'm not trying to say that life doesn't come with stresses because it certainly does. But on a general overall uh, picture of my life, my stresses are far less and the love I put into the world is far greater than it ever has been before. Oh, Kristen, that's so beautiful. And and I, I really resonate with that, you know, and I feel very similar. Um, you know, I recently have been, I'm going through a separation and I uh, recently talked to my, I call him my ex and he was filled with so much anger and so much resentment. And I, I said to him at one point, you know, this is toxic for you. Why are you holding on to this? Like, that's the past. Let's move forward. Like I said, I've already forgiven you. I mean, you know, I, we both made mistakes. We both did things that we shouldn't have done. But like now, who do we want to be in the future? Like, do we want to hold on to that anger and resentment and poison ourselves? Or do we want to forgive and, and just come to a place of love and acceptance? And I, and I remember thinking, and as I was saying it, I really meant it. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. have any resentment for you you know like I don't really I, that's the past you know and um but I think a lot of people they struggle with that they struggle with forgiveness and I'm not saying I haven't yeah. ever struggled of course. of course I have I mean I'm, I'm a human being but Absolutely. I think as we are on this path of consciousness and it doesn't mean that people have to be healers but just choosing to live consciously and um, that's why this podcast is called Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. <laughs> so it's about, you know, when we choose that path of consciousness, I feel it opens the doors for us to be able to um, live our highest potential and become more forgiving and more loving and and ultimately have more peace and joy in our lives. So I think... I think you said it really well, and, and, and this is so important, uh, especially now with all the challenges in the world that, you know, we need to find the tools or find the methods or the practices that are going to help us get out of fear and anger and resentment and depression and all mm. of those things. And, yeah, I'm just wondering if there's a tool that you use that has been helpful for you that you can you can share with everyone today. And um, I would love to hear, you know, what you what you use in your daily life. Well, uh, well, first of all, isn't that a beautiful realization, Michelle, when you know that when somebody's angry at you, you're acting angry at you and lashing out at you, that you can choose consciously mm -hmm. to love them mm -hmm. instead of get defensive. Yeah. I, that there's nothing like that feeling. I, I, the, every time that feeling comes over me when I respond with love instead of anger is it's a high. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So you put you that you put that you put that very well, and you said, you know, consciously choosing to respond with love, and mm, yeah, like you actually want that person to find that as well, Absolutely. rather than choosing to be angry with them or upset by what they're saying, because ultimately, when somebody lashes out at you in anger, it's not about you. It's about no. Them. I know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess my tool uh, to live that way is to, well, to actively, for me, it's to actively practice with clients. Because um, mm -hmm. when the energy is flowing, that healing energy is flowing, it rubs off. You know, okay. <laughs> even, if, even if it's meant for somebody else, for, for, for a specific issue and, and whatever, it's, it's there and it's present and it's around us and it's, it's, it attaches itself where it needs to be. 
And sometimes that's to us, you know, a lot of times it's to us because we're definitely not perfect. And again, like you said, we're human. So we all have healing that needs to be done, you know? And, and so I think when I'm practicing, um, it helps me stay present. It helps me stay conscious in the power of, of the universe, the universal life force and the energy that exists all around us and, and meditating. Mm, um, yeah. And the way I meditate is, visualizations I'm a very visual person so I don't sit anywhere and clear my mind for me that's not uh, a realistic ask (laughs) my mind doesn't clear um, completely so I visualize and uh, I've said this I say this to any of my clients who are interested in meditating but have the same issue which is a lot of people I say to, I tell them to visualize a place that makes you happy, that makes you feel peaceful, whether it's a garden or a front porch or the beach or a mountaintop or the woods or whatever it might be, riding a bike um, and visualize that. And then even if it's just for five minutes, just, just work on visualizing it and notice colors and start to look around and see what's around you. Is there a tree? Are there flowers? Is there maybe a brook nearby? Is there a hilltop in the background? Is there any sort of a structure, a house or a a shed or a castle or whatever it might be? Five minutes a day. That's all it takes to start doing this. And eventually things will become clearer and crisper. The colors will become brighter. You'll start to hear things. You'll start to see things. You'll start to explore parts of your little space that you've never seen before. You might be able to walk around a corner one day that you've never been able to walk around. There might be animals that join you there. There might be other people that join you there. And if you can do it for five minutes every day, it connects you to the spirit world. It connects you to the energy we can't physically see when we're distracted by life. (laughs) So I I use that regularly and, you know, sometimes it's harder than others. I mean, some days I can be in it for 20 or 30 minutes and I'm going around corners and I'm going over here and I'm going into this shed and I'm going over this bridge and I'm climbing this tree. And some days I'm just standing at the edge of my little, sacred space looking around and that and that's all I can do so um, and it's okay but Mm. it's practice and it's repetition and I mean I feel like we can all take five minutes to just sit and do nothing at some point in our day yes absolutely and I recommend to my clients to do yeah, I love that. And it's, um, yeah, it's like, it's really like this spatial referencing type of meditation where you notice yourself, um, in, in relationship to the tree in front of you and, mm. you know, noticing the details of the leaves on the tree. And, and that mm-hmm. kind of, that is a meditation. That kind of meditation brings us into the present moment. And I think, with everything going on in the world, people are not present in their lives. They're not grounded in many ways. And so we need to find some tool or practice that will bring us back into the present. Because when we're in the present, then we're not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or what happened five years ago. We're in that moment. And that, I believe, that's how we cultivate greater inner peace uh honestly it's by being present so i love that example there's so many different types of meditations as well there's breathing meditation i i personally really like uh osho's meditations uh he's pretty amazing and um i also listen to a guy named steve noble who has awesome guided meditations um 
They're really, really powerful. But yeah, you can either choose to do your own personal meditation or list, listen to guided meditations. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, you know, personally, I do journeying. You know, I do shamanic journeying, which is a type of meditation where you um, listen to a drum track or particular um, music that brings you into um, a kind of hypnotic state that allows you to go on a visual journey and um, travel to the transcendent realms and talk to your spirit guides and get wisdom, get healing. And so I, I do that frequently as well. So there's a lot of different types of meditation. You know I'm a big fan of journey. Yes, I know you are. <laughs> you know I'm a... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that is, I, I, I probably don't do that as often as I do my kind of what I call my sacred space meditation. But, uh-huh. um, I do love a good shamanic journey. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and you're so good at it. I mean, uh, you're such a visual person, which is, you know, you don't have to, by the way, people that are listening, you don't have to be visual. I'm not as visual as, as Kristen but I have a sensory experience. So to do a shamanic journey, of course it's great when you're visual, but you don't have to be visual to, to be able to go on a journey. Yeah. For those, for those out there that are not visual people, um, I'd like to just pause for a moment and see if there's anybody um, on, on the call that would like to ask you a, a question, Kristen. So, uh, I know sometimes our listeners are a little bit shy, but if you're on your phone, um, please click the little phone icon if you want to come on live and ask a question or share an experience. Or if you're really shy, then just use the little message box and ask your question uh, in the message box. But we'd love to uh, include you, and, you know, so please... Don't be shy. Uh, ask any questions you may have for myself or Kristen. And uh, yes, please, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, get your courage up. Speak your truth. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it would take to get somebody to ask a question, but uh, yeah, it's always great because then you know your question could probably answer the question of another 50 people on the call, you know, like, so don't be shy. You could actually be helping somebody else by asking your question. Oh, okay. Somebody has entered the live studio. Awesome. Code 23 dash 19. Welcome. Oh, <laughs> and would you like to get, uh, would you like to call in? Um, I don't know if I have to add you or, I don't know how that works, but I think normally you just click on the you click on the the little phone icon. Um, hopefully you can see it because I don't I don't know how to add you in. Code twenty three nineteen. Or but, they can type a, a type a question in the message box. Yes, type a question for us. We'd love to know. Uh, what you're thinking about all of this, about energy healing, and um, or if any of you are uh, energy healers or psychics, we'd love to hear from you and love to hear any tools that you might like to share uh, with everyone. Um, what are your practices? What are your ways of getting more connected to your team of helping spirits? One of the things that I was listening to um, a couple of people that I really like, Lori Ladd and Phil Good. I'm sure a lot of listeners on this call may have heard of those two influencers, but um, off, they're very good friends, and often they, they get on each other's Instagram lives and they do YouTube um, YouTubes together. So uh, the other day I was listening to Phil Good's Instagram live, and and somebody had asked Lori about, how do you know the difference between whether it's your higher self or your team of helping spirits that are talking to you? And um, Lori was saying that when you're, you know, when you're helping spirits or ascended masters or angels, whatever you want to call it, are talking to you, it's like this voice comes from outside of you 
and you hear it from a whole different vantage point, so to speak. And I thought that was a really good ex explanation, but I'd love to know, like, what about you, Kristen? Like when you get messages from your team uh, or your helping spirits, how, how do those messages come to you? How do you hear them? Um, I mean, I, it's so hard to explain, right? Because yeah. it's not like your phone rings and you pick it up and you hear a voice, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, I know some, I know some psychics actually, you know, they do hear things that way or see things very clearly that way. I, I'm, I'm not one of those. Um, but it is a bit like that. Hard, it's hard to explain, but it is a bit like it comes from outside yourself. And I do get a lot of messages when I do my meditation and, um, through my sacred space because my light team, as I call them, which are my spirit guides, my helping spirits, my power animals, um, my... Jesus, this is my spirits that are always around me, right? Like my grandfather's always there. One of my dogs is there <laughs> like quite frequently. Um, but it, they show me things. Yes. They don't ever say words, but they show me things, mm. right? Like, yeah, I may be able to go around that corner today that I, and something's over there that I hadn't noticed before. Okay, so that's a new experience. What is that? How does that fit into relation of what I've been experiencing today or what I've been thinking about lately? There's usually a correlation, right? There's a reason that today there's a bridge that goes over that little river that has never been there before, and I'm guided to walk over it and around, and, you know, over to that tree that I've never been to before. What is that telling me? Or somebody shows up that's not always there, or certain members of my light team <clears throat> might want to sit with me one day, you know, we're just sitting. All right. What do I know about that member of my light team? Like, what is that per when did that person, I say person, when that spirit comes <laughs> um, to me and spending a lot of time with me, what does that normally mean? Because usually each one has sort of a different, message or almost like a different function right? yeah like one of them is kind of telling me it's, it's it's sort of my third eye person that helps me with my meditation and so there's something I'm needing to be seeing in meditation or something I'm needing to be opening myself up to or maybe my third eye is a little bit blocked or sluggish so let's work on getting that chakra open you know um, there's another one that's very much into physical healing. There's another one that's very much in my own like personal spirit guide that's been with me forever. He always brings a little bit of humor to my life. Like, okay, so am I, have I been taking myself a bit too seriously lately? You know, I, I need to have a little bit more fun. Um, so it, it just depends on, and this is, these are things I've learned, right, over the years. It's not it's not something that I just automatically knew when I yeah. started meditating. Yes. Right. You gain the knowledge over the years. And then when it's something that's my higher self that I'm asking, it's a feeling inside, right? For me, for some people it's in their heart. For some people it's in their sacral chakra. Some people it's closer to their solar plexus chakra. For me, it's around that solar plexus area and it's inside and that's what I'm asking my higher self God it's, it's your gut feeling is what it is and it's learning how to listen to it that's your higher self yes yeah it's different that's a great that's a great explanation you know we've got a few people that have just entered the the studio welcome Dr. Jed man nice to have you and uh if anybody is feeling uh like they want to come in and share just Click on that little phone icon on your phone and uh, you can join us and uh, in the conversation if you'd like to. Or if you're feeling shy, you just want to ask a question, uh, then just write the question in the message box. But uh, you're, you're most welcome to get on the call if you want to, Dr. Jed and uh, Code 23-19.
So nice to see you, doctor in the house. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yes, awesome. 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 So, um, yeah, it's, 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 I like the way that you explained it for you. You see the visuals and, um, evening, good evening, code 2319, um, that you see visuals and that you get your messages visually because you're a visual person. And me, right. I am a bit more auditory. So I get my messages from my team. Like, what's, it's not even like you hear it. It's more like, um, psychic transmission i guess i want to say telepathically i get those messages so it's not um like a sound but more of a message that comes through telepathically mm. but i think it's important to make that distinction because not everybody will communicate in the same way with their team of helping spirits right you do it visually, Correct. I do it yeah. telepathically. Some other people might actually hear an auditory message or um, they might just have a feeling, a feeling um, that could come through. It's, it's, it's very interesting. And I'd love to hear from, um, from you, Code 2319 or Dr. Jed, how do you get messages from spirit? Or do you feel you don't get messages? Please uh, just uh, write in the message box or get on the call. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, I'm always curious what other people's experience um, experiences are of uh, working with spirit. Um, yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So um, we're coming. I also think if I can add something to that. Please, Sorry, please, go quick. ahead. When when I kind of started this journey on uh, how do I communicate with spirit, right? Like, how, how do you do that? If you've never done that in your whole life, you don't know, right? Um, how do I receive messages from the universe? And for me, it was uh, another, uh, another mentor of mine. She is a, a very gifted medium who... I mean, she sees and hears and smells and it, her visions and her messages are very crisp and clear, but she kind of helped me with these little sort of games to play with spirit to, to help notice. So if you're asking your higher self or if you're asking spirit, you kind of focus in on where you feel centered. Like for me, I said it, I said it was my solar plexus, right? Area. And you start asking questions that you know the answers to, yes or no questions. And kind of focus on what do I, what am I feeling when I know the answer should be yes? And what am I feeling mm. when I know the answer should be no? And notice any difference in that, right? And it, it, you have to, you have to practice. You have to, otherwise, unless you're just a naturally gifted medium, um, you, you're not gonna know, you're not just gonna innately know how to hear spirit and hear the messages right but asking those yes or no questions that you know the answers to and noticing if there's something tingling a little bit different is it in your neck is it in your shoulder is it in your belly is it in your chest but something that every time it's supposed to be a yes question are you feeling something and every time it's supposed to be a no are you feeling something different mm -hmm. and that kind of becomes your gauge on what yes and no means when you're asking your higher self, when you're asking your, your light team. Yes. And beautiful. Then and then start playing with it. Start playing with it. Questions you might not know the answer to and see what happens and see what you get. Another, another thing that I still do. And sometimes it, it, it still takes a little bit of effort to do this, but you know, those things that happen, like you're walking down the street and, maybe all of a sudden like a huge flock of birds like flies up from a tree right next to you. And you're like, Oh, that was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Or you see a puff of smoke, like off in the distance. And you're like, where would that come from? Like, that's kind of weird. Like those moments when you see something or you experience something, or you, maybe you smell something that you don't feel like you should be smelling in the, where you are. Right. And, and those moments where you're like, that's kind of weird. Notice what were you thinking about at that exact moment? Mm, what I love that. 
what was I thinking about right then? Or what was I thinking about like right before I saw that or I heard that or I smelled that or experienced that? And then, and then do research. We live in a day, an age where it's so easy to just get online and say, okay, so I just saw a bunch of birds out of nowhere. And I was thinking about this, like start looking up online. Like what is it? Google something as simple as what does it mean when I see a bunch of birds? Awesome. Fly out of nowhere, right? Awesome. And then does, does any of that resonate with you? Does any of that relate back to what you may have been thinking or feeling at that exact moment? Yes. Well, hey, and we those just... Google searches, like anything, will take you to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Right. Hey, so we just had Dr. Jed. He's joined us on, on the call. Hey, welcome, Dr. Oh, Jed. Hi. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for for showing up and having the courage to get on. And uh, we'd love to we'd love to hear from you. Do you have any questions or something you want to share? Yeah, you guys are talking about about, uh, about spirits, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like I said in the comment here, where they go, yeah, I got like hands on, like physically get hands on. Yes. Like something you know, like you know, are still like I guess they call it or. In limbo, I guess they call it. They haven't continued on through to get through, you know, where they're going. I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Right? I see. Like, 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 like unfinished, unfinished business. I guess they haven't finished yet. Yeah. Okay. And most ones I talk to are mostly the female spirits. <laughs> so yes, I know. <laughs> and so, anyways, they. Um, you know, have unfinished business, so I try to help them with that unfinished business. Sometimes they forgot that, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it has to do with sex or whatever, right, you know? Like they wish they had more time to do sex, or they were finishing, they're having sex with the partner and they forgot to finish it, or things like that, so I kind of help them with, with that kind of stuff. Oh, that's interesting, Jen. I've like, never heard of a by spirit. Like, by like, <laughs> <laughs> are they asking you to? So have you're sex? helping them cross over. <laughs> when you're helping them cross over, you're kind of helping them to go into the light rather than be stuck on whatever happened in their in their life when they were on Earth. Well, we're in the life on Earth where you know they, have, you know, then they just. I help them with that, you know, help them finish it, and then they help them on the, get on their way. Okay. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so helping helping spirits cross over—that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah, I love that you, that you do that. Um, I think there are so many lost spirits and so many spirits that that need that that. Um, oh, Code. Uh, I don't know if you guys see what Code just wrote. Yes, he wrote. Uh, he liked the show, and I also saw that Code was saying. He doesn't have any connection with spirits, you know, which... Um, no, no. Yeah, he said, Dr. Jed, weren't you a gynecologist? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, that's... Okay, so that... So that would make sense. <laughs> so that's... Yeah, that's why I'm... Yes. Okay. Now it's that making sense. sense. So that's why you're getting those yes. specific spirits. So isn't that interesting, yes. though? Isn't that interesting wow. that spirits know who to go to for... For help for their specific problem, you know, just like humans mm-hmm. go to the gynecologist, well, the spirits are going to the gynecologist. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's the open. It's an open channel, right? It's something that if, if you you're obviously a specialist in, so yeah, those souls would that, that totally makes sense. Wow. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, Doctor mm-hmm. Doctor Jed. Um, so your you said that your connection with spirit is more physical. Do you do you have any other yeah. ways in which you connect with spirit? Nope, just only, only that way. Okay, hmm. you know that's called a psychopomp. Where, well, in shamanism, we call it psychopomp, where we uh, help the lost spirits find their way um, to the afterlife. So that that's a very yeah. very profound work, actually, and it's um, not everybody can do that. So, you know, your work is very important. It's it's needed for sure. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for for showing up and coming on the call and Yeah. It's uh it's been a great show and Jed the Psycho Pump. 
not psycho pump, psycho pump, <laughs> pump, P O M P. Yeah, have you heard that term before, Jed? Psycho pump. I have. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you, that's perhaps that's part of your mission. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's something that you feel that is part of your mission, but it, it sounds like it could be, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks so much for coming on, Jed. And and yeah. we're going to come to a close here for the show. Um, we went a little bit over time, but it was just such a great conversation with you, Kristen. And um, I'm so excited for you and what you're going to be offering down the road with your healing services. I wrote in the comments, you can get in touch with Kristen at litfromwithinhealing.com. And her Instagram is also lit from within healing, or you can email her at Kristen at lit from within healing dot com. So I will also put those. Can you put that? Can you put all that in the comments? So we can see yeah, them? they are in the comments, oh. but um, I will also put them in the comments on my Podbean page. So um, I will definitely there if you scroll up. Hopefully you'll see them. I oh, okay. I see, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see them there, though. Yeah, I put them there for everybody, but I will definitely also repost it on my actual Podbean webpage, and um, so you guys can get in touch. But Kristen is working mainly in person, so if you're in Thailand, definitely come visit her because she's amazing. And um, thank you so much for being on the show today, Kristen. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Thank Jen. Thank you for having me. You're yeah. welcome. Thanks, Dr. Jed. Yes, you're <laughs> welcome. And um, as always, I love I love having these conversations, and and with you, it's a, it's always a little extra special. We have such history together, Michelle. Thank you so much, sweetheart. So thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah you're most welcome. And um, yeah, and also if you guys want to find out what I'm doing, you can go to my website at spiritweaverjourneys.com. I'm in Mexico, so if you want to come down to Mexico, I'm doing ceremonial work <laughs> and workshops, and I'm also offering retreats here in Mexico. So thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you so much for your support. Please uh, follow me and uh, like like the show and really, um, really appreciate your your support and wishing everybody a beautiful day or night, wherever you are. And for all the people that are coming on to listen to the recording, thank you. Have a blessed day. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.